Thank you so much for downloading the episode today on the show. Paula and I talk about fish. Are you a fish family? Do you want to be one? Dead pets. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Also, our our allergies are so out of control. We actually talk about some old school ways to relieve the sinus pressure and if we should do it or not. Paula is now a sports mom and we talk about her first experience in the snack bar. All of this plus our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? It is not that it sucks, but it does. Paula? No, you're gross. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode 273. Ugh! Ugh! Hello, ugly Paula! (laughs) Hello. (laughs) It's so funny how we used to call each other. Well, we never called you ugly. We, We called Stephanie and myself. We are the ones. She started it. She used to tell me I was ugly every day. And so... That it was a bad thing. And then at some point, we actually became friends, and we started using ugly as a term of endearment. And it's funny now when we talk to each other, if anybody in public ever heard us, they'd be like, wow, those people are really mean to each other. <laughs> I know, because right? we say we say things like, hey, ugly hag, how are you? <laughs> it's like really bad. I guess it's just like other girls who go, hi, slut, how are you, whore? You know, I know. They're like, they what do. up, bitch? Hey, hi, bitch. <laughs> I don't ever do that. They'll be like, excuse me, what did you say to me? But yeah, ugly. It's so funny that we do that. But anyway, welcome to The Ugly Truth. I'm Jamie and this is Paula. Okay, so you already know, but I'm going to tell everybody who's listening. Um, I have a fish tank. It's a little four galloner. You saw it. Yeah, it's nice. We always get pressured by the children to always have a fish. And it's because we've always had a fish since they were little. You know, it's one of those weird things where, you know, you start buying the little goldfish or the little guppies, and then the next thing you know, you're a family that always has a fish in the house, Mm -hmm. and that was us. And so the very first beta fish that we got was this beautiful, deep blue, big, huge finned beta, and we had that fish for like four years, four or five years, really long time, Mm -hmm. and that was Tyler's fish, and he named him Mandark. And I believe Mandark is from Dexter, the cartoon Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, okay, okay. And so he named him that. And when he died, we had to do a full-fledged funeral. I wrapped him in an Altoids tin. Buried him in in the backyard. He had a little area, you know, a little headstone. Because I can't let anything just be. We can't just flush it down the toilet. It has to be, you know, like he's a member of the family. Jeez. So we did that. And then ever since then, now everybody's always like, Mom, I think we need to get another fish. So we bought this fish after we came back from Hawaii a couple of years ago. And we named it Ama Ama because that is Hawaiian for fish. And the thing didn't live as long as normal. I think three years. That's not very long for a beta, but it's long enough. Most betas I've come to know live somewhere between two and four years. So this one lived about three. Anyway, it was, that thing was dead, oh, dead. I mean, Daryl comes up the next morning and he goes, Amma's dead. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, it's dead. Do you want me to take care of it? He goes, do you want to see it or anything? And I'm like, no, I'm okay. I didn't bond with this fish. So you can, you can eliminate it from the, from our family. So he flushed it down the toilet. 
Molly, our daughter, she came down. She goes, it's so weird having a tank with nothing in it. <laughs> I said, what are you trying to say? She goes, well, I'm just saying that maybe we need to get another one. <laughs> I'm like, okay, great. Another chore. So we'll probably, end up, fish. we'll probably end up getting another fucking beta. But, and you know, I never get to pick them, you know, because I'm just the mom. You know, I have to allow the children to pick it. Yeah, so Daryl and Malia will go to the uh, pet store and probably pick it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be at home, you know, cleaning something, and then they'll come home. Kaka, what's up? Well, <laughs> meet our new friends. <laughs> like, oh, great, great. Well, you had that one beta fish that perpetually looked dead. It was like the white one. <laughs> yes. That was, I don't remember the name. I think that one was Sushi. And uh, that one ended up getting a growth, remember? A growth? Remember it had a tumor on its face? And we tried all the medicines. We tried everything we could. They basically said that it was probably stressed when we bought it. And so it just was never healthy. And that thing lived for a really goddamn long time. It did. It wouldn't freaking die. And I just was like, can you just put yourself out of misery? Don't make me do it. And, you know, I told Kenzie, our daughter, who bought the thing, and I said, let's just flush it down the toilet. No, that is so cruel. You don't even know. And I'm like, well, I do know that it's suffering now. That's what I know. It's got it's got tumors on its face. Like, what are <laughs> we doing with this? This is gross. I don't even... It's polluting everything it swims in. It's like, I don't even know what this is. And I've read all the websites. I've done all the things. And we've done, we've spent way too much money on medications for this thing. That's this two inch creature that is going to live for another three weeks. Can we please? So finally it died. Finally. Oh, okay. I was so glad. I was so relieved. I was like, finally. And I said, no more fish. That's it. And then, you know, three weeks later. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is Alma Alma, everyone. Welcome him to the home. God. Do you guys have fish? No, we don't. We have ungodly amount of other animals. Don't so do it. Just don't even do it. We're not getting fish. Don't. I mean, you have to feed them every day. And I'm just afraid one day would go by <laughs> that someone would forget or something. And The beta fish, you don't. You don't have to feed them every day. They they get constipated really easily if you feed them too much. So, you know, they, they can literally explode if you, if you oh. feed them too much. Betas are far more sensitive creatures than I was even aware. Because as much as I find them to be the bane of my existence, because we always have them, I don't want to mistreat it. Just because it's a fish doesn't mean that I'm not going to take care of it. Like, mm-hmm. if somebody brought home a, a miniature poodle, I would be very unhappy. But I wouldn't mistreat it. You know, I'd want to find out how to care for the thing. Right. So I'm reading all these websites. And, man, people take their betas very seriously. <laughs> they Jeez. take them very, When they're constipated, you can give them a half of a pea, a thawed pea, and they'll eat it and it will clean out their system. But then there are some who say, don't give them the pea. That it's bad for them. And I said, all right, I, I'm not doing any of this at all. I'm not giving a, a fish a pee because <laughs> a half yeah, of a pee. Really? But um, I hear you on this. And so essentially, you know, the, the fish, that, the food you can buy for these things is all they need. You just can't feed them all the time. You have to feed them very little. And I'm kind of wondering if we, I think we overfed him in all honesty. Because after I finished reading it, I told Daryl, I'm like, I don't think we were supposed to feed him every day. And we shouldn't have... I was only giving him a few little pellets. I think Daryl was feeding him like he would feed a, like a goldfish. 
Oh, okay. Because he said he had a big, long string coming out of him, and he was nose down, straight up, jackknifed. He said, well, maybe he exploded. I don't know. Jeez. Yeah, so of course Daryl felt bad. Like, uh, well, you know, live and learn. Well, we'll, we won't do it twice. He killed the fish. Yeah, he did. I don't, I just don't care. I mean, and now I've got this tank because we bought a snail to clean up the algae. Oh. And so we have this snail in there. So we can't empty the tank because there's a creature in there still. Right. (laughs) We have to keep it around. And, you know, the snail is actually quite cool. So, of course, I'm compelled to buy another freaking fish because we have this goddamn tank. And I don't know how long snails live. Now I've got to Google that. See, this is what happens. Just don't even don't even go down the road. If unless you're a fish enthusiast, I strongly recommend not doing it. Just don't do it. Yeah. Stick with dogs and cats. Just get a couple of rainbow fish or something. Oh, those teeny little tiny sardine looking ones? Yeah, but they're rainbowy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had those for a while. They die real easily. And they eat each other. So that's oh, always pleasant. Wow. You get to see the one swimming around with no tail. And the other three picking at it. It Fish are vile. They're like chickens. They're just vile creatures. That's upsetting. <laughs> Can you imagine, Olivia? Mom? No. Why does my fish not have fins anymore? <laughs> they keep eating him. Tell him to stop. He's being bullied, Mom. We need to give him a new tank. God, I can't handle how emotional she is lately. <laughs> oh, really? Swear well, to she's, God. What is she, pre-pre-PMS? Brian broke a plate last night and she ran in her room and started crying. What? Was it her very favorite plate? No, it just scared her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. And she cried for about it for like 15 minutes. Oh. I had to send her dad in there to like console her because I'm just like, I can't deal with this anymore. Was she crying really loud, like, hear me roar? So like you, someone will come in and give me attention? No, it was just very soft, and, like, she was talking and everything, but she had tears streaming down her face. (laughs) Wow, you have, you are way more sensitive than me, because I would have been like, you know, if you're going to behave like this, can you at least shut your door? (laughs) I I know. I would have continued with my life, but I get it. I mean, she's little. She's not, you know, 13, so. And then this morning, she was crying because she said she had something in her eye, (laughs) and so, (laughs) just can't handle it. Uh, yeah well welcome to uh, pre pre puberty what is she eight she'll be uh nine in july mm, yes well you know they they sprout young these days you never know oh for heaven's sakes can you imagine olivia in full-blown puberty no she's gonna be like a terror a holy crying terror she's gonna be a baby for the rest of her life god hopefully oh so i told you before we started recording that i'm really struggling with my sinuses right now and this is the worst it's been i had a really bad sinus issue god about 10 years ago maybe a little longer even i tried to self-medicate with afrin and advil and you know i was trying sudafed and i was constantly stoned because i just couldn't seem to get my sinus is under control. So I ultimately mm-hmm. went to the doctor and she's like, yeah, you need to stop taking Sudafed and Afrin because it's not helping. You're just medicating yourself for no reason because you're so, in- you have such a bad infection. So I had to get antibiotics, which I absolutely hate getting. So I'm struggling with it right now. Now, like I, you and I spoke, I probably do have to go to the dentist, but I'm. this is the first time that my sinuses have been so bad that there's actually pressure on my jaw where I can, my teeth are aching. 
I think the ones that ache are, that are aching a little bit more are probably in need of some assistance. <laughs> so that's why I'm going to the dentist. But I was also reading about it. And it said, and Daryl went to the dentist twice last year thinking he had an impacted tooth or something. And it he had nothing. It was his sinuses. He had a sinus infection. Oh. So I was, that, that's why he keeps, he keeps telling me, he's like, just go to Dr. Fong because I don't think you have a cavity. It came out of nowhere. And I'm like, I know, but that's, teeth can do that. They can turn on you in a minute. You're fine. And then the next second you're dying, you know. Anyway, so I was looking online on how you can maybe un- undo the pressure and the ickiness of a sinus infection without getting antibiotics and this is very hippy dippy but the number one thing is a neti pot (laughs) and do you know what a neti pot is oh yeah we have one you do did you Uh use it i've tried it once or before is it terrible? Well, nothing happened. See, this is what, before I got diagnosed with those chronic migraines. Yes. I kept thinking that the pain I had in my face was like a sinus pressure thing. Yeah. And so we bought all sorts of things to try oh. and alleviate that. And so I tried the neti pot and everything came out clear. And so there was oh. nothing in my nose. And so oh. I'm just like, you know, nothing happened. Now... Hmm. Other members of the household tried it, and they're like, oh, my God, this is so gross. And I'm oh like, my no, God. you're gross. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even want to hear about it or think about it. What's oh, going on? Oh, that kind of makes me want to throw up a bit. It's disgusting. Do you do it in the sink, or where do you do it? You do it in the sink. So yeah. all the snot and grossness is in the sink. Oh, my God, I'd come at the crap out of that after I was done. Well, what are you going to do? Do it in a tissue? I no, mean, no, no, no. I'm just saying that I would just make sure that there was protocol for cleansing afterwards. Yeah. No, I mean, of course you, you know, clean it out. <sighs> wow. Yeah. So I told Daryl, I said, I think I'm going to buy the neti pot. And he kind of put his head down. I go, what? And he goes, remember when Dr. Fong told me to do the neti pot? I go, yeah, you didn't do it. I go, I'm doing it. I mean, he's an old Chinese doctor and he, everything he's done so far has worked. So maybe I'm going to try it. Now I'm looking at all the options because I need options. There's like a hundred neti pots. There's the plastic cheapies. There's the ceramics from Europe, you know, and then you, I guess there's, there's special salts and stuff that you need to create an elixir to put into your schnoz before you. The plastic cheap one comes with the little salt packets that you, you don't need anything crazy. I mean, you don't need to light incense and have a bonfire or anything like that. Put paint on your face before you Either. shove a bunch of water down before your. Before you just dump water in your nose. It's God, just the we got the little gray speckled white plastic one. Yeah, and it comes inside with like the little saline salt packets. You didn't do cold, did you? Did you make it kind of warm? Yeah, you make it warm. Because I don't know, man. I when I use a water pick, if it's cold, I feel like I'm being stabbed. Yeah, so you have to do it kind of nice and comforting. Yeah, you want to do it, but you don't want to do it like hot. Oh, my God. Singe. No, no, no. Scald your nose. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll just go to Walgreens and buy the cheap one and for eight bucks and see what happens. It doesn't hurt, but don't try and, you know, you got to let it flow. You can't breathe or, you know, (laughs) like do laugh or anything. You just got to like sit there and just be like, uh, this is going to be one of those things where I'm going to try to I'll get it all set up and I'll try to do it and then all of a sudden my phone will ring or there'll be a knock honey hey we're yeah. gonna 
we're, we're going to the store. Do you we're need to buy a fish? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're going to Petco. We're not buying a fish. We're just going to Petco to look around. <laughs> get out. That's usually my thing. Well, just get out of here. Get, just get the hell out of here. <laughs> That's usually what happens. It's like, I can't have, I swear to God, I jump in the shower in the morning and and Daryl's doing whatever, and all of a sudden I'll hear a knock, knock, knock. I know I don't. I I know I shouldn't be bothering you right now. I'm like, then why are you? He's like, well, this is important. What? And it's something really dumb. And I'm like, I can't. I get it. You want to see a naked girl? I understand. But can can a girl shower without an interruption? I mean, is that even possible? Not in my life. I don't know about you, Paula, but I can't bathe or take a shit or pee without someone. And this isn't even the Mother's Day episode. These are just humans in my life. You know, even the phone. I mean, nothing. Yeah, no, uh, the kids were screaming about something when I was in the shower and I'm like, what's going on? (laughs) You know? That's such a mom thing to do. And so I'm just like, Ryan, I'm like, stop (laughs) raising your voices when I'm in the shower. Damn it. You know, so I've wrapped myself around in a beach towel because we have no clean towels. Of course not. (laughs) So I get back in the shower and I try and hurry up and finish because I can't be gone for 10 minutes. No. All All hell breaks breaks loose. loose. That's right. That's right. Okay. So as as far as hell breaking loose, nothing like this happened. But a couple of months ago, you know, Daryl and I are members of some wine clubs. Yeah. And one of the wine clubs is in Napa. It's called the Silverado Winery. And we absolutely love it their their wines to us are really just so yummy they're a little expensive so we don't have a huge fat club but we are part of it and we get like two or three bottles every few months and we really enjoy it well all wineries are clubs they always have these little perks where you have access to some cool deals you know whether it's in the city or if it's you know access to special hotels and in placerville you know anywhere a wine club they tend to have perks with businesses right and silverado had a uh an option to go to a giants game and they always offer a giants game package every year and we've never really liked them because you have to get on a bus and you know you're with a bunch of other people and you sit in a section and that's fine but it just isn't you know we're not we're not big fans of meeting strangers and then being on a bus especially is not my favorite thing to do. Right. I don't care if it's a luxury bus. It's still a bus. So this year they said, yeah, we're getting the Salesforce suite at a Giants game versus the Dodgers. And it's this much money. And it is literally it would, that's how much it would cost if you just bought a pair of tickets to go to decent seats to see a Giants game. It was super cheap. And it was because they had... Option, you know, they obviously had, if they sold everything, then it more than paid for the suite. Well, what's cool with the suite is it also comes with four seats that are directly behind home plate. And they're literally three rows from home plate. Yeah, that's cool. That was the part I was looking forward to because those seats go anywhere between two and 5,000 each, depending. Mm-hmm. And they're not really available. They come with suites and stuff. All the rich people own those and companies and stuff so i said we have to do it so we did it and it was i mean way less like two hundred dollars it was it was so cheap to do it and i know that sounds like a lot of money but for a giants game not really it ain't that's pretty average if you want to go that which is why we go once a year (laughs) 
because <laughs> we don't right you know, we just don't so i mean just, that's what she would pay for you know upper level like third base yeah it's an expensive outing for sure it's not like in the old days where you paid five cents for a seat in the bleachers yeah so on sunday we went to the city and we went into the Salesforce suite, which is really nice. We, of course, didn't know anyone. And uh, it was full. So we had a hard time finding a place to sit. But they were rotating people out of those back seat, those seats that were behind the home plate. And so it was our turn around the fifth or sixth inning. And I said, let's do it. So we go down there. And I have to tell you, you feel weird because... It's really surreal. I don't know for you if there's any kind of thing, like maybe being front row for Brett Michael or something, where you're yeah. super close to him. It gets a little surreal. Like, you're like, I can't believe I can literally touch his shoe right now if, if I, I wanted, wanted to. to. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of a surreal moment. So we're sitting there, and I'm like, I could literally yell Buster Posey, and he would hear me and turn around. Buster! Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it was that close. And so... It was really, really fun. And of course, a couple of things. One, it was televised. Yeah. And so when you are focused on a right-handed batter, you can see us. So Daryl had the fortitude to record the, the game before we left so that we could see ourselves on TV because <laughs> we thought it would be cool. So I went upstairs because, like I said, I've been dealing with this sinus thing for a, for a few days now. So I had a headache. And so I was upstairs dealing with it. And he comes down. I come downstairs later and he goes, you want to see something funny? And I said, <laughs> I do not want to see my big fat face on television. No. He goes, it's hilarious. I go, what is it? He goes, you can totally see your shoulder and the bottom of your face. But the score, the score on the screen covers us completely. Like you can't, it's like we've been Mike Wazowski'd. You can't Aww. see anything. And I said, that's hilarious. He goes, I know. He goes, it's really funny because it's like, oh my God, we're on TV, but we're not really. <laughs> so of course, <laughs> I'm looking at it and I'm like, why of all days, God forbid, I wore a white Giants shirt. Like I wore white. Right. What kind of idiot? Where's white when they're going to be on television? No one. Not perhaps even the, someone would have worn black. Something yeah. slimming, perhaps. <laughs> Why would you wear white? To uh, it was a white pullover, and it's really cute. But it's not. I mean, no, no one in their right mind would wear white on television. And so, and because it widened, everything looks white. I mean, I was looking at the at this frame, going, God, everything's kind of widened out. But that's because of the cameras. And so I said, God, look, my meaty shoulder. He's like, I knew you were going to say something. I knew it. <laughs> He's like, you can barely tell it's you. I said, oh, I can tell. I can see. Anyway, it was really funny. to, it, But it was fun to be with all of the uh, ri rich, fancy people of, of California. Sitting. Did you see uh, like any famous people? I looked around. The problem is, is that everybody's wearing baseball hats and sunglasses. And so it's really, really hard to see right. if anyone celeb wise is there. And the thing what's really interesting is that Bay Area celebs like Tom Hanks or well, not Robin Williams anymore, but right. guys like that who, who lived there and went to the games a lot. They didn't sit down there. They were a little bit farther up in the shade and stuff. Oh, yeah. I couldn't see too many, but it's a whole different world down there. It's like the, there were men, not just, I mean, there were guy, vendors walking around going, does anybody want a chocolate malted? Does anybody want this or that? And it's all free. They just hand you food whenever you want. Like, you don't even pay for it. 
Wow. And we're like, this is what they say when you're famous. Everything's free. And it's ironic because you can afford it. You know, it's really cool. And so I said, well, I mean, I I don't strive to be that person who sits behind home plate all the time. But man, was it a blast to experience it for the first time ever. Neither one of us had ever sat that close before. For some reason, I think you have. But I can't remember. Um, I got I got to sit in. Uh, what were the King's brothers? Oh, Maloof. Maloof. I got to sit in his suite with him in there. Right. And so that was pretty cool because I'm just like, I'm in Gavin Maloof's suite. And I wanted to text Stephanie because I know she'd freak out. Oh, my God. She'd be like, oh, my God. Are you going to give him a low job? (laughs) (laughs) Don't let him go. (laughs) Knowing her. So that was pretty awesome. You know, other yeah. than that, I don't think I've sat super close anywhere. Yeah, I don't think I've sat front. Uh, I don't think I've sat kingside where, you know, where it's right in the front yeah. of a Kings game or anything. I mean, I would. There's some pressure to sitting that front row. Everybody sees you. You can't go schlepping in there. You know, you've got to kind of look, you got to look prepared for cameras and, and stuff. And that's just not me. I, I don't want that pressure. I don't like being seen as it is, you know, I don't want to have to have my hair and makeup perfect. And then, you know, God forbid, we were sitting there and I told Daryl, he, he he was so excited to get all this free candy and stuff. So he starts like diving into it all. And I said, hey, I said, when he's batting, you can't eat. He's like, why not? I go, um, because the cameras are going to see you shoveling a bunch of food in your mouth. No, you don't want to be that guy. You, do you want to be the guy that we make fun of all the time where they're eating a hot dog? right when the camera's on them or something. I'm like, no, you can't do that. I'm not going to wear white and be seen eating something. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Yeah, really? Oh, Paula, there's just it's just too much, man. It's too much. But it was fun to do. And then we rotated out and finished up at the Salesforce, the suite. I have to say, though, not a big fan of being in the suites. I like being closer. I'd rather I'd rather be closer than sitting where and they I mean, God, they they're constantly trying to feed you. There was there was like a buffet of food and alcohol and soda and water. It was just an unending supply of food. And I thought, well, that's really cool. But, you know, we're really only here for like three hours. I don't know why they're there. It looks like they're catering a wedding in here. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And of course, they tried to get us to take stuff home. They're like, come on, just fill up and take a bunch of take bunch home with you. I'm like, no, I'm not <laughs> taking home food. God. God, give it to the homeless people. Yeah, really? God, there's like 100 homeless guys down down outside of this place. Just give pack it up. And you know what? Maybe I should have done that. Maybe I should have taken it and then just given it to somebody. So homeless. did you guys have to take the bus or did you get to drive? We drove because Daryl has an office in San Francisco uh-huh. and he has a parking spot. Oh, good. And it's literally a block away from Giant Stadium. Oh, from, that's cool. From AT&T Park. So we, we use the parking spot and the, I, I learned my lesson. Uh, you don't dress cute to a baseball game. You don't wear your cute boots or sandals. You wear, ten, you wear your Nikes and mm-hmm. jeans and you get your ass across the street and, you know, then you don't break a sweat. But yeah. If you're, if you're trying to look cute, you're never going to make it. And I learned that the hard way. So now I don't even do that. Now I just wear, like, if I'm going to see your son play flag football or something. That's right. it. Right. Speaking of, let's go to Paula's world because I want to hear uh, you're, you're transitioning into a new area of parenting that I have been in for many years. 
Yes. And uh, I am curious to hear how it's going. Ryan is very athletic. Yes. Which is great. Yes. And but so, when, they're, when they're only 12, there's a lot of parent participation required. There is. So, yeah. well, starting this Saturday, he's going to be in the track and field meet. Remember he did it last year? I do. And so it's it's this year again. I have to find out where it's at. But uh, he'll be participating in the 100-meter relay, the 100-meter dash, and the shot put. And hmm. so all of his, basically, meets start around 1 o'clock. And okay. the track meet starts at nine and so i'm just like god do we have to get there at nine a.m to sign up you know to show that we're there or can we just do it like when we get there i don't actually, know actually it starts at nine which means you better be there at eight god and do what watch just nothing they have to warm up they have to check in you know you've got to get all settled in that's what I thought, but uh-huh. I just, I was kind of hoping that wasn't the truth. And so <laughs> yes, I'm just like, what are we going to do? Sit there for four hours doing nothing? Yep. So there's a bunch of hurry up and wait. God, it's like the military. So <laughs> anyway, so he's going to be doing that. So we'll be doing that this Saturday. And mm. then um, he starts football at the end of July. Mm. But um, until then, they have this snack bar at this park, which I'm guessing it's the same park that they do the football at. Sure. They let people work at the snack bar to work off some of their registration because the registration is kind of expensive. That's very good. That's a smart idea. Yeah. Well, this last Saturday, the lady, she sent out a email basically saying like, oh, my God, I had two families quit on me Uh at the same time at 1245 to three, which is like their busiest time because it's lunchtime. And she says, you know, I'm desperate. I'll take any family, whether you're working off money or not, you know, to just to come help. Mm. So Victor gets the emails, too. <laughs> and so I was just reading it and I'm like, oh, that's tragic. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I feel sorry for them. I'm like, hopefully someone, somebody volunteers. <laughs> and so <laughs> Victor says i just talked to the lady and he said that you know even though we've never done it before if we want to we can go ahead and we can bring the kids with us oh my god and i'm just like well if you want to i'm like go ahead Uh that's that's fine with me yeah go so godspeed i felt bad by the time it was time to leave and so i'm just like well i'll just go with you guys for a little while you know the kids can play on the playground and stuff like that and right right you know we'll we'll do whatever it is they need to do because i'm thinking i'll be at the window taking money and giving away you know skittles hot dogs, and hot dogs candy and right random stuff well they had like slushies soda oh. candy nachos pretzels <sighs> pizza so it's legit it's like a serious snack bar totally popcorn mm. you know Did you have to all pop this it? stuff yeah we had to pop <gasps> it what it's like a 7-eleven so get this because we were the new people and they thought it would be better if we learned <sighs> we got the food section <laughs> And so we were making all the nachos, all oh. the, taking out the pizza, making the 
salted pretzels or with the nacho cheese uh, and the, <laughs> the hot dogs, the hamburgers. The I have to tell you, of all of the jobs that I have done in my world as having children who were athletes, I refused to do the snack bar. I never did the snack bar. I hated it. I, I was like, I would rather throw money at the problem than work it. I worked it one time. And the people, the snack bar type of people who do those, they're a very different breed of human. It is not for everyone. It is a very different life in there. Well, and the thing is, is we're all paid up. Like we. You're not doing this because you. Yeah. We don't owe any money. And so we were just doing this to be nice and to be, you know. Helpful. Teammates and whatever. And so, you know, but like two and a half hours into this thing, I'm like, I have nacho cheese in my hair. It's all over my shirt. You know, I, the kids are bored and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I've had enough. And so I told Victor I was leaving and (laughs) there was only 40 minutes left, but so I didn't feel that bad, but I just told him like, I'm out of here. I, I, you stuck it out. I'm not so positive I ever want to do that again. Mm -hmm. And Victor, I'm like, do you think you will? And he's like, yeah, I probably will. Oh, he liked it. Yeah, he was all about it. He thought, you know, it was quick pace and fun. And I think it reminded him of his days at Jack in the Box. So, (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I don't I don't need to relive working at Roundtable Pizza. So (laughs) So. Godspeed, dude. I would never do it. When the kids say, Mom, will you make us pizza? I'm like, yeah, when I die, you can have it. (laughs) I'm never making pizza again. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, it was absolutely ridiculous. And oh, well, you know what? Then it, it just made me think, I'm like, am I going to have to be one of those parents that sells like fireworks now? And, oh, I know. Yeah. Yes. You know, whatever else fundraiser there is. High school is very different. They tend to have the one big fundraiser for their sport, whatever that is. Football, it's usually um, the snack bar at the games. You know, where there's the actual snack bar for football games. So there's that. And then for like us, for cheerleading, we have to do the fireworks booth, as you know. Mm -hmm. And it is not that it sucks, but it does. You know, it's no one wants to do it, you know, except for the maybe the one person who signed up to be in charge of the whole thing. They maybe they really enjoy it, but they don't sell anything. They're setting up and, you know, calling making phone calls they're not actually working in the sense that they're standing there for three hours in the 100 degree heat on july 4th you know they're they're doing other things so we had to go outside and grill our own hamburgers oh fuck that (laughs) i know right no i'd be no no so i mean we grilled a bunch in advance and put them on buns and then wrapped them in foil but that's a that's that's okay for what is this for football? Yes. Wh- who? Who's? What? What sport is going on when you're doing all of this? I don't. I. We never got to see what was going on in the outside world. <laughs> was there a? But there were sporting events. There were children in jerseys and stuff. I believe so. I think it was soccer or something. Soccer like or, or baseball, probably. You know what? It was baseball. That's oh, okay. what it was. Yeah. Wow. So I'm sure when football's actually going on, it'll be another sport that will be running the. Mm-hmm. Snack oh booth. yeah, 
So you basically didn't get anything for this other than the satisfaction of helping your fellow man. Helping our team, which we don't even know. (laughs) And here's the thing about the team is the practice mode or whatever is really just a big tryout. Oh. And so at the end of practice, which is like four weeks or something like that, Mm. If they don't feel that you're good for the team, then you don't make the team. And then so they it's give, a cut. Oh my god! And then they give you back like all of your registration minus twenty five dollars. So Ryan could feasibly be cut. Yeah. Oh shit. And I worked that nacho cheese booth for no reason. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna get cut. But I don't either. He's too big. He's too. He's too athletic. Yeah, I mean, he's got aptitude and yeah. he's played flag football for two years and, you know, yeah. he watches a lot of football. So he knows how to do plays and all yeah, that. He kind understands of stuff. the concept of the sport. So, well, hopefully I, he makes it and you will live to see another nacho cheese day. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Don't blame you. I wouldn't either. Okay, so let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Now, you actually just shared an awkward moment. You didn't even think about it. I would love to know how you got nacho cheese in your hair. Because you said you didn't have an awkward moment. And I'm like, um, I want to know how you got nacho cheese. And did someone eat your hair? I don't know. Well, you know what was funny is is um, there was a big long line when we first got there. And then mm-hmm. there was a second window that wasn't open. And so hmm. I said, well, do you want me to take the second window? And they're like, yeah, go ahead. So I said, I can help the next person. And so the guy's just like, okay, I'll take two nachos, a hot dog, uh, two slushies, and mm. some and some <laughs> Skittles. And so I'm like, uh, hold on a second. So I had to write it down. Yeah. Because I didn't know it. And then I yeah. had to write down, like, how much everything costs. And then I had to add it up, like, like doing, like, old school math because I didn't have my phone on me. And so I'm like, okay, that's a thirteen fifty. And of course, they give you. It's like I'm going to give you twenty three dollars so I can get a ten back. And they're like, well, no, thank God, God they, damn it. They had a, a credit card machine. Oh, phew. Yeah. Okay. So he gave Saves me his card, and so I was just like trying to use this thing. I'm like, how does this thing work? You know. <laughs> and so she showed me. <laughs> so after that, I was they. They told me I could go back to the, I could go to the pretzel station and start over there. Little slave. Oh, yeah, I really. Say that. Well, no, it was the two ladies who obviously had done this before, and they mm-hmm. had no intention of working the food. Oh well, then. No intention. Which mom was this? Was this the was this the pseudo overweight mom with the short haircut, or was this the skinny mom who drinks a lot of Pinot Grigio with a visor? Both. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because there's those ones, too, you know. They both worked the windows. Nice. So they're probably whispering to each other, like, girl, we got out of that one finally. Yeah, really. <laughs> Make her do it. Look at them. They're getting cheese everywhere. Yeah, that's funny. All right. So you were awkward in the, the snack bar. That was your awkward moment this week. Mine, our children's dentist, which will no longer be because she's aging out. So she'll be going to the family dentist that we all go to now. They are just rigorous when it comes to money being owed and we have a very difficult relationship with their billing department because we have great insurance but they never 
they always seem to screw up how much we owe when we're leaving. So it's like Malia will get her teeth cleaned and, you know, whatever. And I'll be checking her out, making the next appointment. And they'll be like, okay, well, your your part of it today is $150 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, okay, and I'll pay them with our little HSA card. And we're on our way. 30 days later, I get a threatening letter saying that, oh, somehow we didn't charge you properly and you owe us another $70. I hate that. It pisses me off because it's like, I the billing department, your job is to deal with insurance companies, not because someone made an error again with pay, charging me whatever it is you think you need to charge me. It's like, so the letter we got was... If you don't like the fact that you owe us more money, perhaps you need to reconsider what kind of insurance you have. It literally said that. And I said, okay, you know, I don't pull the rich bitch shit off very often because I'm not that person. But I was mad. I'm like, don't tell me I have shitty insurance. I don't have. I have good insurance. And so (laughs) I said, am I being a bitch about this? Am I being like myself about this? Or is this letter worded, you know, kind of insultingly? And he read it. He called them immediately. He was so mad. He's like, how dare you? If you don't want our business, you don't like our insurance, that's fine. But how about you just charge us pro- a proper properly the first time and then we won't have these problems. And you don't have to threaten us telling us we have crappy insurance. And they apologized. The manager called us. You know, they did all this stuff. Sure as shit. The next appointment, we get a letter. You owe us $70. So I call Carla to make the payment over the phone because they will literally drop you if you don't pay it. It it can be $5. It can be $500. If you don't pay it, they'll drop you. And then you will be, it'll be really hard to find another dentist because they all talk. Yeah. So I call and she, she is actually a very nice person. I don't know who does her bidding for her, but she's actually very nice. So I call and I say, yeah, I, I just want to know if I can pay this over the phone. She goes, yeah, sure, no problem. And I said, okay, well, the, the, the card you have on file is out of date. I need to give you the new number. She goes, all right, no big deal. Let's go. All right. I had some kind of mental lapse. And, you know, when you're giving someone a phone number or your social security or a credit card, there is a rhythm to how you repeat the numbers. Yeah. Somehow my brain was not connecting, and so I started reading it in an off rhythm. Four, seven, five, six, two, three. (laughs) I did this the whole way through, and she is silent. And I go, oh, wait, there's four more numbers. Four, six, seven, nine. And I'm just sitting here going, I want to rip my skin off. I want to rip my skin off. I'm being so annoying right now and so awkward. She's like, okay. You're one of those people. <laughs> it's like, what's your phone number? Nine, one, six, seven. You know, <laughs> that's what I did. And she's like, what's the expiration date? And I'm like, uh, and I get weird when they ask for expiration dates because I don't know if I should just go May 2019 or if I should do the 05019 or whatever. Yeah, so I'm, like, I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm like, um, 05, 2019. <laughs> It's just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it right. 05, 2019. Oh, come on. <laughs> is there a security code? Uh, yes, it is um, 865. <laughs> it was just 
the worst call ever. And I'm thinking, you know, this is not the time for you to do this because you have been putting these people through hell for a year every six months when they send you yet another bill because they didn't bill you properly. And here I am ruining it. I literally ruined all of it (laughs) because I cannot read a freaking credit card properly in the rhythm in which it is meant to be. It was hilarious. I hung up. I'm like, oh, my God. So glad I don't have to ever see her again. I don't think. Well, just blame uh, blame it on your teeth. This was not before my sinuses started making my teeth hurt. This was way before. I mean, well, actually, no, that's not true. It was last week, right? Maybe at the beginning of my sinus infection before I got the neti pot. The neti but, pot. God, I'm gonna get one though. I'm gonna go to the dentist and then I'm gonna get one and see see if it we'll helps. Uh huh. Boats and hose, teeth and nose. Yeah, that's me. Anyway. Well, I definitely think you win this week, obviously. Obviously. But thank you for being awkward in the snack bar for us. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think that's a wrap for this week. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. As always, please visit our Amazon link and do some shopping. It's getting close to Mother's Day, friends. So Mm -hmm. please do shop Amazon and buy Mother something lovely. And if you can't find anything there, just head on over to our Avon shop. You most certainly will find her something great there. There's always lots of nice gifts and things like that. There's a cute little mug, that little coffee mug that I really like on Avon. It's one of those ones where if you're a coffee drinker, it says, don't talk to me yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay, now you can talk to me. <laughs> I think it's really cute. It's like nine bucks. It's like nine bucks or something. Really cute. It's not bad. Mm-mm. Other than that, have a happy week and we will see you on Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.